Howdy, folks! Welcome to Drink, Spin, Run, the uh, tabletop RPG talk show podcast. Uh, today, um, we weren't really—we're having a hard time coming up with a topic. And when we have a hard time coming up with a topic, we have a hard time getting guests beforehand because I'm not really sure who I should book. So instead, Don and I just decided that it's just going to be the two of us talking today, um, and we're just—you know—that's what we're going to do. I hope that's okay with you, gorgeous listeners. Don, are are you with me? Yeah, yeah. Am I good? Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, you sound great. You sound beautiful. Thank you. It's my. Uh, I sound like I, what gargle whiskey? I don't know. Do you? I don't know. I don't actually gargle whiskey. I drink oh, it. Yeah. I actually. You have kind of a gravelly, like it's a deep bassy, you know, voice. That's what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? I don't know. You know what? I'm always so frazzled during these things, and the drinking doesn't help. Uh, the multiple guests don't help. Um, <laughs> well, so maybe just the two the of us nerves. this time will help. Yeah, yeah I want to give... Um, I wanted to thank uh, Greg Heaney, who gave us kind of the topic for episode uh, 12.2. The settings. Oh, Okay. In our right, yeah, good. in our uh, DSR Facebook group, or Drink Spin Run Facebook group, and I think Noah Stevens actually gave us a topic too. There, I feel like we don't shut out our um, people enough. <laughs> we don't give enough thank yous, and that's why no one leaves reviews or interacts with us. Or well, let, yeah, let us apologize for that and, and work to rectify that right now. Uh, thanks for your support, guys. It really actually <laughs> it means a ton to us. Uh, anybody giving us feedback? I mean, uh, clearly there's like, there's, you can leave an iTunes review. That's cool. You know, uh, leave a comment on a page, uh, um, you know, uh, on our, our Google plus our Facebook, whatever. Um, we love to talk to people, believe it or not. Um, that's kind of why we have a talk show. Uh, and it just kind of slips our minds sometimes to make sure that we're mentioning that on air. Uh, yeah. So thanks, thanks to both Noah. Noah actually, Noah is going to be our correspondent for WayneCon since you and I can't make it this year. That's right. That's going so, to be uh, interesting. It's like next, yeah, it's like next week or something. It'll yeah. be good. What was I calling that? I was hoping it, it would be. Uh, uh, never mind. The words they are escaping me. Um, what else? Do, oh, I wanted to um, say. What's that podcast? No, nope. uh, this is I should I should take gaming and BS that one. That, that, that yeah, podcast? you know they yeah. uh, they uh, gave us some kind words. They did, uh, uh, and I really like those guys. Yeah. Uh, despite my my constant mockery of Sean, it's because I know him. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but if it I obviously it was a, a friend's podcast, so I started listening to it, and yeah. you know that's that's. It is. It's you know they they cover a lot of stuff over there. I'm glad to hear that they're doing what they're doing, man. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that uh, 
Uh, I feel like they're our sister podcast because we kind of cover similar things. And we started about the same yeah, time, too. Yeah. I mean, oh, they've got more podcasts under the belt. They're a yeah. little bit more rigorous about recording more frequently than we do. I don't, yeah, yeah, it seems like it, maybe. We have 27, they might be on 34. No, yeah, they're like 30-something. Yeah. Really? Um, We're at 27? Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Maybe uh, 28, if you count the special episodes, the actual plays, which I'm counting. You should totally count them. I'm fudging the numbers. Yeah. Works for me. Um, so, let's let's actually get to the podcast. Yeah. We've done our fluffing each other's fluffy parts as much Whoa. as we need to. Whoa. Uh, what, are, what are you drinking, Don? I have, from Shorts, uh, it's called Space Rock. This is the last of the special reserve beers that uh, my wife picked up a, two months ago. I've been mm-hmm. saving them. Uh, it is an American Pale Ale hopped with some tasty little nuggets of alien technology. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, <laughs> that was a great read. I yeah. loved it. That was fun. Yeah. Can you, can you see this label? Probably. I, I have bought yeah. Space Rock before because oh, of you? the name alone. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious. I am with you. Yeah, that's good. I've never had it before. So I am drinking Brewery Vivant's Undertaker, which is a Belgian-style dark ale. Um, and uh, this is, what my I think, my third podcast in a row where I'm drinking Brewery Vivant. Um, I, they're really good, but so far my favorite thing is still, yep. wait for it, yep. the Big Red Cock. <sighs> there it was, number I'm one. To, I'm, yeah. going, I'm going to edit in a bell going ding, ding, ding. Yeah, don't do that. We don't need we don't need to go the cheesy route. I mean, we could have what we should do. We could have like, um, like a little like what are those soundboards with stuff like ready to go. So if we do it when we're podcasting, what gets to stay in? But if not, it goes yeah, away. Maybe that's it's, what I say. It's it's too much work. You know what, <laughs> that is. You know what the people want? They they want raw Adam and Don. <laughs> that's right. They want. <laughs> We want unfiltered Adam and Don. Oh. What? So, uh, <laughs> what are you spinning since we covered the uh, drinking? T- oh, right. Shit. What, what am I spinning? Why don't you go first? Because I, uh, I was just listening. Right. I had something like in mind for this the other day, and I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, so like, I was driving home from work listening to some WCBN, which I don't know if you're a fan yeah, they're okay. Um, okay. Like, they're not as good as WIDR from Kalamazoo, you know? Oh. And, I mean, it's not really fair for me to compare right. any college radio station to what wider. Are, what are the call numbers for that? Uh, 89.1 WIDR Radio All right, Ocean. so I think that's the one that when I'm driving through, I catch, and it always blows my mind. So, it's the best fucking yeah. shit, yeah. yeah. That's the one that swag is on. All right, yeah. So, sure. Yeah. So I you was probably still haven't checked that out. <laughs> no, I'm busy. Uh, WCBN, which streams all over. You guys should check it out. They have a good metal punk show on Fridays in the afternoons uh, called Two Tight Pants. Maybe my friend's girlfriend DJs that. Anyway, they played some Mogwai, and I haven't listened to Mogwai since oh, Mogwai. Yeah. the early 2000s, but I'm like, man, this was my favorite song for, like, weeks. Uh, it was off rock action. Mm-hmm. So I got home. I had to do a little project on the computer, and I grabbed the disc off the shelf. I found it somehow. Um, 
popped it in and rocked out to it. So that is my spin. Nothing that's going to blow anyone's mind. <laughs> but, yeah. but I think that was some good shit back then. So um, what I've been listening to is actually... Okay, so there's a couple of folks out there who have been making like these badass gaming playlists. Um, James McGeorge is one of them, and he made the official Metal God. The official, unofficial Metal Gods playlist. Um and uh, I fucking love it. He did a great job. Um, someone else, and I can't remember who it was, on Spotify they go by the name Ombre Lobo, uh, but they did a um, a uh, Lamentations of the Flame Princess playlist. Oh, really? And it's, uh, it's, Howl, it's called Howls from the Veil. So if you look up uh, Ombre Lobo and you find the one that has a playlist called Howls from the Veil on Spotify. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. But um, it's awesome stuff. It starts with Bathory, goes into Cannibal Corpse, ele- then Electric Wizard. So it's like it's a lot of really good stuff. It's a little bit more on the brutal side than I tend to listen to because mm-hmm. it's, you know, got, you know, ba- uh, like Cannibal Corpse. I love Bathory. Um, but it does later on getting to. The thing that got me was that it gets into Ancient Warlocks. And I fucking love Ancient Warlocks. And the fact that, uh, that, Somebody other than me put Ancient Warlocks on a uh, playlist is pretty awesome, but yes. uh, it's an it's original demo version of their song Super Wizard, and it's really gritty and ugly and like ah you know their their uh, f- full length that they put out a little while ago has a you know a little bit tamer version of it, and this one's really raucous and I love it. But you know it's it's got, they've got Slomatics, Weed Eater, you know uh, right. a lot of the stuff that I've been really digging lately. Wardruna. Ward, I love some Wardruna. You know who mentioned that in DSR I know who history? Mentioned that. Yes, yeah. that was Matt, Matthias Matt Weeks. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love that guy. That. When are we going to get to hang out with him again? Uh, probably Gen Con, and you won't be there. Ah, oh, shit. Well, uh, he got he's got to tell, convince him to come to UConn this year. Every once in a while, he does come into Ipsy, uh, hang out with mm-hmm. Sean. Uh, you know, Sean sometimes plays Ward, Wardruna uh, while we play Stormbringer. Oh. It's Those so must be the times perfect. I'm not there. It just melts into the background. <laughs> yeah. That is great gaming music, though. You yeah, know, it's Orjuna. amazing. It's so good. It's amazing. I want to tell a Cannibal Corpse story right Let's now. Switch. Why not? <laughs> uh, we, don't, we, don't, we, we don't have the extra fluff of, uh, you know, special guests. So I went to that. You probably already know this. Our listeners don't. I did go to, to the <laughs> Behemoth show that mm, I was yeah. hemming and hawing about because I'm old. Uh, this this was go. months ago. It's fucking Behemoth. How often do you get a chance to go see Behemoth? It man? was the best show I've ever seen. Cannibal Corpse was there. Mm-hmm. They were not the best show I've ever seen. Really? They're just a bunch of fat dudes banging their heads. <laughs> I mean, how how much longer are these songs funny? I come blood. Is that is that, is that still funny? I, I don't think so. Right. Yeah. Well, it depends on how it's played, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. Did you ever get into Botch back in the day when they were around? Uh, no, I don't I don't know Botch. Okay, Botch was a hardcore band with a really good sense of humor. Um, they, they, for example, they covered the B-52's Rock Lobster. Oh, nice. Which was fun. Cause, Rock Lobster! You know? Yeah. Um, they did that song about a song about that game you play when you were a kid about falling in the lava, you know? Oh yeah, so you gotta, wow. yeah, and it, it, this is they were they were great. They were a lot of fun. So if it was someone like that that I can you know if if their entire career is based off of you know like having a sense of humor about this stuff, then I can understand it. But there does come a point where it gets a little you know 
Right. Gets a little... Like, if you took some stuff serious, don't throw in the goofball shit as well. I don't right. know if that's me. I don't know. So. Um, I always preferred... I'm going to maybe make some enemies here. I already have. <laughs> Bolt Thrower, because they had uh, the covers. Don't you, yeah. Nobody should ever, ever ha- have a problem with somebody loving Bolt Thrower better well, than I was, Corpse. That doesn't no. even make sense. All right, good. So we're on I'm, the same page. Bolt Thrower is fucking badass, yes. Yeah, you and I should have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear uh, Katie's thinking about doing just a music podcast? Nice, nice. Uh, and uh, her, her name for it uh, is uh, Vagina Bones. <laughs> vagina Bones. Yeah. Uh, Don, that was spinning. What are you reading? Yeah. Um, I am reading... I finished White Rose and it was great. I think you should check those out because that book gets crazy. I think you'd like it a lot. Okay. Um, but I'm sure Edgar's been telling you this forever. Yeah. So I'm on the uh, fourth book, which is the first book of the South of the Black Company um, mm-hmm. called Shadow Games. I just started that the other night. And I just said to plow forward. I was really tempted to grab some Heinlein. Because we, we've mm-hmm. been talking about some sci-fi. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, but I was like, man, what happens to these dudes? What? I don't know, man. What happens to Croker? I'm going to find out. I, okay. I couldn't quit Black Company. <laughs> 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 what about you? What are you reading? Um, I have been reading uh, a little bit of Hunter Thompson. Um, I've actually been reading uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, and this again might be a bit of a shock. I have not actually read it. Oh yeah. Um, I've read a lot of Thompson's other stuff, but for some reason I skipped that one because it feels like it's the obvious choice, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, a couple of years ago, uh, I've told you about how on my my birthday weekend, Katie and I always go to the same bookstore in Grand Rapids when we're up there for that Polish festival. Yeah. So uh, a couple of years ago, I found a really solid like. Um, early hard cover edition or sorry soft cover edition of that it was probably like the first you know um paperback edition um because like the dates in it are all like 71 or 73 i think so you know it's uh i I just never cracked it until recently so um that and Mm. i have been reading rack uh i've been reading uh yodorovsky and uh mobius's the incal for the same reason that you've been you were thinking about reading heinlein all right so and if you haven't read that uh fantastic comic it's the one that um Yodorovsky and Mobius did immediately after their Dune project failed. All right. Hmm. So, very good stuff. So, nice. Don, we're yeah. stri- we're just we're breezing through this stuff, man. Yeah, I know. We're moving through this stuff really fast. Yeah. You know, so, I've never uh, uh let's uh, draw this out then. I've never read any uh <laughs> I've never read any Burroughs to my knowledge. I think okay. I've always gone Miller instead. That's just where I go to. And you're, you're mentioning this because, not because I mentioned any Burroughs, but because you know I'm a big William S. Burroughs guy. Uh, nope, I'm drunk. What am I, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I think we were talking about Burroughs. No, no one was talking, dude. you brought up Burroughs, man. You know, you know what? Cause I, I was, was talking like, about Thompson. Thompson, I've never read any Thompson. Do you know why I said Burroughs? 
because he's awesome and you should totally read his shit. I, I have read Burroughs, though, because <laughs> when I was thinking about saying this, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I was confused. This is why I don't have a podcast. Um, because I was like, wait, I've never read any Burroughs. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I've read Naked Lunch, of course, and probably mm. a couple others. I actually think Naked Lunch is probably the worst place to start with Burroughs. Yeah. I don't know so, about that. Yeah, Junkie is easiest place to start with Burroughs. Uh, so, Do you like how I drew since we're doing utter nonsense. So, well, yeah, that's, no, that was bad. Bad Don. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, are you running anything new, Don? I'm about to. I believe on Thursday. Oh. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. I'm going to run some uh, White Star. Nice. Friend of the show, James Spawn's new RPG, White Star, that Don and I are actually doing a zine for. So, That's if right. you, in a few weeks, um, if you see some you know, noise about Nova Scream, that's our the zine we're doing. Um, that's actually what I've been working on the last couple of days is art for that, which has been fun. Um, so, uh, wait to see that. That should be around soon. Um, I am not running that. <laughs> no. Um, what are you, what are you thinking about doing? Can you give us a little bit of an idea of what, what you what you want to do with it? Um, yes, I will. I want to just test some stuff i'm thinking of throwing into the zine Mm -hmm. Uh, i mentioned to you the pod thing i am also what i've always been into i want to do like a uh like a space hulk crawl Mm -hmm. uh which i you know i started writing this i'm like this is just like a dungeon in space except you can shoot through the walls and bad things happen yeah i think shooting through the walls is a good idea i mean that should be present in if dungeons as well, you know, if, yeah, like if, be able to dig through walls. That's wall. a good thing. Yeah, not the out, the out space wall. <laughs> yeah, of course, blasting through the inner walls is fine. And yeah, you mm-hmm. should you should dig. You know, you should <laughs> you should call in your company of dwarves, and they should, uh, you know, put this rigging up, the scaffolding, and does that happen a lot in your games? There's lots of companies of dwarves. It's not, you know, seven, seven times seven dwarves. I don't know if there are seven dwarves. All right. I was making a dwarf joke, and I, I've come up short. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was bad. Oh Jesus, is Edgar uh, here? Oh, that was terrible, man. Okay. All right. What? You're not running anything. You said. Well, not. Well, not. No, I didn't say that. I said I wasn't running White Star. And, Actually, I'm not running right. anything. Uh, no, I've been. Uh, I. I've been getting fired up about some stuff, though. Oh, yeah. Because I've been doing a lot of mini painting, you know? And uh, a lot of my miniature painting is in preparation for my Iron Coast Axe game to start integrating the Domains at War stuff for, Mm -hmm. like, big fuck-all battle shit. So I wanted to make sure that all of my player characters had a cool, unique mini that represents them. So I've been doing a lot of cool painting, uh, which has been a lot of fun. And I'm actually doing a lot better job on that than I have been on a stuff for our challenge. Like, um, and this stuff, I, I might share this with the group later on, but, you know, like, um, I don't know if you can see this little dude here. Let's see. Mm-hmm. He's got a kick-ass trucker stash. I was really pleased with that. Nice. <laughs> but that's, you know. So uh, they've, they've been turning out really good. Um, and 
the uh, I got some red box minis for the most of, for like some of the more Vikingish characters, you know, in the group, and everybody else is just Reaper Bones. Um, so the the red box minis they make some really good stuff, man. Really uh, really keen on what they're doing. Um, really good models that are a lot of fun to paint. I, I've noticed. I don't know if you've experienced like like there's some models that are fun to paint and some models that aren't. Like I think a good Citadel model is fun to paint, like especially from like the stuff from like the ni- you know, 80s and 90s. You know, yeah. they got these big chunky you know parts, and you know, like they're fun to to drag a brush across. And yeah, you know, the red box stuff is like that. I can't necessarily say the same about all of the Reaper stuff. It's not. I mean, mm-hmm. some of it's fun to paint, but not all of it. You know. Oh yeah! Wow, look at these. Uh, I I had to do a Google. The- oh, the red box. Yeah, the red box is good. The zombies are cool if these are, in fact, red box minis. For uh, Beast of War, is that a red box thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've got their... I, I don't know, but they're they're humans, and they're, they're really tight. Uh, really good little models. Um, so... Uh, on that on that topic, there's something else that I've been getting excited about reading recently. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but you know Osprey Publishing, right? Yeah. Um, they make all the cool guides for, like, this is how stuff was painted. And, you know, this this is what everybody's armor and uniforms and all that shit looks like. Did you know that they've gone into War Games Publishing? No. Yeah, I feel like they've been apparently doing it for a couple of years. And I feel like, holy shit... Why didn't I know about this, right? right. But uh, they, for like less than twenty bucks, you can get like a completely full skirmish level war game, or like even like full level war game, you know, tuned to a specific historical period, which is less than the cost of a splat book in a lot of other companies, which is pretty yeah. sweet. Hmm. So, um, I've been thinking about getting into like just checking some of those things out, especially like the the squad level like like skirmish games because those are always you know really easy to get people into minis that way you know um, I mean think like Mordheim right how much good did Mordheim do you know for getting your friends into like Warhammer right or Necromunda back in the day yeah yeah I mean that's shit we still love right oh yeah yeah so. um what is it? I think the fourth the fourth uh edition of the rules of 40k had like a kill team and we almost preferred playing that because it was a small squad you had a mission Mm -hmm. to do than the you know full 2000 point army because not everybody had four hours yeah yeah time frame is a big deal you know but one of the nice things about their skirmish level games because they do they do have like full level games so there'll be like a um there's like an what I thought was neat was I was looking at their specifically their age of sale stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a uh, like ship to ship combat one game, and then they have another game that's uh, um, you know your army level stuff, right? Um, and then you have another game which is the skirmish level stuff. So there, it's like a little one war band against another war band, or however many. Right. Hmm. Um, that sounds cool. Yeah, sounds real. And, you know, for those three games, you're talking less than $60, you know? And yeah. good luck finding another war game for that amount, you know? You're, but, you um, yeah, it's not going to happen. So, really, really cool little uh, setup, and I've been really digging that, especially with all of, like, the weird, like, you know, minis I've been picking up lately. Seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so, expect me to try to rope you into that at some time. I'm ready. <laughs> the Good. price is right. Yeah. 
So, let's get into the meat of the show, or the next part of the show, where, um, since it's just Don and I tonight, you know, we thought uh, that we'd still, instead of just going through the drink spin run part, I mean, we knew that wouldn't take nearly as long, because, you know, there's only two of us instead of the normal four. Um, and, and so, instead of the normal... Like taking a break and coming back for a topic, uh, instead of splitting that into two separate episodes, we decided to do it just in one because it's just Don and I. And as a result, we decided to give ourselves a totally softball topic. So um, tonight, Don, yes, why don't you tell us about some uh, games that you have always wanted to play, or and never had a chance or stuff that you know you really dug and you want to have a chance to play again let's try let's start the first part what's a game that you've always like really been excited about but never had a chance to play okay so right now maybe an odd listener or two well they're all odd aren't they will be yelling (laughs) i remember this from episode x where he said hint 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 um because i still i've never played it I have a lot of the books. I really am dying to play some Warhammer Roleplay First Edition. I'm glad you said that. Uh, I uh, I don't. I can't remember ever having played it myself. You mm-hmm. know, I think I have, but I I might have just used like adventures from that in AD and D or something. You know, but. Um, I'm with you. You know yeah. that that'd be a, that definitely be something that's that's towards the top of my list. I'm not going to say it's at the top, but uh, towards it. Yeah. No, I think I just lied. I did play it once. Mm, see, um, all over. Yeah. Uh, you know, my friend Bill ran it, and my friend Greg was like, "Oh yeah, I'll play Warhammer with you guys." So we are playing, and he got up at, like an hour in. He's like, "This is stupid. I want to play the one in space." Where you have all the army guys, and we're like, oh, mistake. So, wait, okay, so the guy who was running it said that, or yeah. another guy? The, the guy who was playing. The, oh, just a player, not the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. Which we went on to play Warhammer 40k for years after that. <laughs> he had a, okay. He had a nice Tau army. It's sitting to oh. the next of me. Tau. You know why? Do you know why I like Tau? No, I don't. Because they crumple <laughs> before <laughs> the choppa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tao was probably after your time. Way up. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, Necrons were new when I was into 40K, you know? Ugh, it's the worst. Yeah. Necrons. All right. Uh, hey, do you... <laughs> no. Do you have a... Uh, I love the softball at you. Do you have... Something that you were like, oh, I must play. Never have. Yeah, there's there's a few. I'm looking at. I'm I'm sorry. I should be sexier with my microphone. Uh, I'm I'm looking at my wall of games, and I realize I've actually played most of them. Isn't that weird? Shows over. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of (laughs) folks don't do that. No. I, I will say that there's a couple of things that I've wanted to play that I haven't had a chance to. Those are... Yes. Okay. So here we go. Top three right now. Okay. Oh, three. All right. Old school game. The top old school game I've never had a chance to play and I've always really wanted to play is Talislanta. All right. I don't know shit about it. I know that the uh, that the book is thick as hell. Hmm. 
um, and it's like incredibly rich, and there's no way that I am ever going to probably ever understand it. Oh, sorry, got a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other old school game I've never had a chance to play and definitely want to um because I do understand it and I do understand the setting better uh is Jeroon, Sky Realms of Jeroon. Mm-hmm. I don't know, do you, are you familiar with that one? I've never even heard of that. No. What? No. <laughs> I uh I that was kind of like a product of the later 80s, I think. Um really cool uh very it was more like an accessible version of Tekemel. All right. If you're familiar with Empire of the Petal Throne. Yeah. So it was a little more accessible. Like, there was a lot of weird, you know, races and, you know, crazy shit going on. But um, it felt, like, closer to the sci-fi than to, like, the straight-up WTF fantasy that, you know, uh, seems to embody Tecumel, which, you know, I actually think is a strength of Tecumel, um, and that I But the thing is, is I don't understand it. You know, I, there's so much stuff in, tech, in, in Empire of the Petal Throne that I'm just, uh, like, if you are a novice looking in at it, it's, like, so dense, I don't know where to start. Um, I feel the same way, honestly, about Talaslanta. Uh, but Teleslanta is probably not as like I don't I don't know if it's as uh, f- grounded in classic sci-fi as that. Hmm. So uh, uh, the other one there is going to be Empire of the Petal Throne. So uh, that just seems like such a such a cool setting. Uh, again. It's one of those things that, like, the reason that you can't—I had a hard time getting into it—was I don't know shit about it, and there, it's much more dense there than Jeroon, like I was saying. So I don't even have any idea where to start. Um, I think that James Malachevsky's excellent traveling volume um, kind of gave me a little bit of an insight on it, but I still um, am a little lost on it, you know. So I just basically just feel like you know, that's one of those things you just kind of have to like own up grab your dice and play it and see how it goes yeah uh and the last one this might surprise you don Uh-oh. while pathfinder. uh <laughs> <laughs> did you say pathfinder yeah, was... <laughs> <laughs> um i would actually really like to give the new doctor who game a shot oh yeah hmm. um i i own it i've got some str- i i uh i've got some of the supplements for it uh, because I, I I'm a big Doctor Who fan going back into the day, uh, mm-hmm. and all of the supplements I have are like the classic Who supplements. Um, I was stunned by some of the ways that the that they go about like looking at the classic episodes of Doctor Who. Like they try to force it into this framework of the current, um, like uh, the the current metal meta plots going on in the you know that sit behind the series of the current doctor who uh, of which i am not a fan um and i really think they you know that kind of like shoehorning together is unnecessary like i've got the sixth doctor companion or you know book source book right um i have a strange affection for the sixth doctor because really they were some of the shittiest episodes of doctor who um but I love that portrayal of the character. So mm-hmm. the uh, the um, 
the shoehorning of the whole like time war meta plot onto the uh, you know from the later series onto the six doctor stuff I just feel is unnecessary hmm. un uninteresting and kind of cheapens the original work uh, which I think is unfortunate but that's me so <clears throat> I'm having a problem uh, even figuring out how this game would work <laughs> Because, I mean, this is my problem with, like, RPGs in, you know, show or movie settings. Like, Mm -hmm. are you playing Doctor Who? That's the thing that pisses me off, too, is that, like, the game is is actually set up to play the Doctor and his companions. No, that's not interesting. Like, like it's... um, did you did you uh, read the recent Marvel superheroes thing from uh, from Margaret Weiss? No. Oh, the character creation rules are just absolute absolute shit, and they were tacked on at the last minute because they realized, oh, what if people want to play their own characters? Like bullshit, man. Like, what? like yeah, like they just want to play a already made up superhero. Yeah, who wants to do that? Who the fuck know. wants to do that? Sorry, no, no, not interesting at all. Yeah. So. I mean, character creation rules are essential. I was actually really disappointed in the 5th edition starter set, if you will recall, because it didn't include, right. uh, you know, character creation rules. And, yeah. I mean, I like 5th edition. I was really bummed that that stuff's not in there, you know? Mm. Very unfortunate. Um, yeah, which but is, yeah, that is because it. there were, uh, I mean, we hit upon this in our 5e episode, all that cool like background stuff and like there's a there's actually a, real, a lot of really cool stuff mm-hmm. and creating so, a character. So I would like to to play Doctor Who the mm-hmm. Doctor Who RPG with somebody who knows what they're talking about. But mm-hmm. I guess that's true of, like all of these games. Um, and I'll be honest, I'll take either Doctor Who RPG, like the classic FASA one or the new one. Um, I have a bunch of supplements for the classic FASA uh, uh, Doctor Who that I think are pretty awesome. Uh, and I would totally, you know, run those. Maybe not with the old system. I don't know. Maybe with it. Who knows? But um, I just I was a fan for so long, and I hate yeah. to like uh, to Shanghai the whole conversation with um, with just talking about Doctor Who. Cause that kind of sucks. No, so, no, that's right. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that was two of yours or three of yours? Because that was I like was seven. Of, that was I'd, like all of them, man. I just kind uh, of threw a, oh yeah, yeah. It was it was all four. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I would like to also play. I didn't. I didn't quite finish. Oh um, yeah, please keep going, man. You don't have to give just one. Give as many as you yeah, want. Tell us about them. Tell us. Sell I, us on it. I picked up those uh, Dying Earth uh, books. Oh yeah, or, or book. Um, and like I was reading it, I'm like, man, this it seems kind of cool, but kind of confusing. You know, they kind of make it so you can automatically like pick a witty comeback, and it's like kind of a mechanic as well as a thing, and you don't have to like actually know your witty dialogue because you know, Kugel, 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 Kugel. I don't know. Uh, if he's, his name is Kugel, he sounds delicious, right? You know, he's. He's a sassy motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, he's always spilling out the most hilarious. So I might like to try playing that. I'm not sure. You um, know, I did uh, I did yeah. pick up all of those through the uh, 
what is it? The a bundle of holding a little while yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, PDF. Uh, that was a year and a half ago, I think. Yeah. Was it? It was not that long. Well, ago. they know, did it again. I think they must have done it again because I think I just got it recently. <laughs> I'm laughing at Mark Donkers. On the Forget Q&A. Mark Donkers. So, yeah, um, I think I picked that, that up too, but I, I also own the actual book um, because I love me some Dying Earth. Um, Torchbearer, I picked up that. I backed it. I don't know if I want to ever run it. I kind of want to play it. I would love to try playing Torchbearer. Um, so, here we go. This is a challenge. To our readers, listeners, gorgeous listeners, those folks who, may, you know, like folks like Nathan Pankey, uh, took pick up that torch and said, "Yes, I'm going to teach these idiots how to play fate." If if there's a listener out there who has the patience to teach us to play Torchbearer, speak up. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Um, I yeah. would love to. I'd love to learn how to play that. If or just to give it a shot, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I can't read Burning Wheel. It hurts my brain. Yeah, um, I've Agreed. tried a bunch of times. Torchbearer. I get to a certain point and I'm just like, oh, the burning, you know, because right. the it gets to the Burning Wheel part of it, and I just don't understand it anymore. See, um, it seems like uh, just based on what I know of your DMing style, having played under you, <laughs> that mm. <laughs> sexy. That you kind of do a similar thing, you know, you kind of let your players do something, there's a consequence, which seems to me most of what Torchbearer is. Like, oh, you're hungry, fix it, or else. I don't, blah, blah, I don't know blah. why, see, my, my issue, though, as a DM is, I don't know why you need rules for that. Like, yeah. I mean, I've got them already, it's my fucking brain, you know? <laughs> so, that's yeah. me, but... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else? Grumble, Grognard, Grumble. What else do I want to play? That's on my shelves. Uh, I'm gonna say a board game. I have this Firefly board game. I just haven't busted it out yet. I bought it last Origins. Uh, it seems fun. That's all you got? No. Do you want to play Firefly board game? I've actually heard good things about the Firefly yeah, board, yeah. Firefly board game. So, yeah. um. On on that note, um, I I would like to say there. Let's talk. Let's talk again about uh, Margaret Weiss making mistakes in game design. Right. Uh, <laughs> I actually I really like the Cortex Plus system. I think it's neat, but mm-hmm. I don't understand um, why they uh, assume that people want to play. The characters from a TV show, yeah, established you know, characters, yeah, right. I just, I, I, I just can't get it. It just, well, it goes over my head. Like, I love the Firefly right. TV show, right? Because I'm mortal and <laughs> I have a pulse. So, um, and you know, you'll love those characters and all, but I'm not playing a game to tell a story that I would have seen on TV. I'm, t- I'm playing a game yeah. to tell a story that I, that's Make. not there. You know, that's that's in your brain. Yeah. Yeah, and my brain um, is a great place to be. I wonder though if a lot of fan boys and girls like to play in those characters. You know, because people. I mean, we don't hang out with us. I know we we might. I'm not. I'm not dissing you if you're like that. You know, if you write weird fan fiction. He's talking shit about you, guy who likes that stuff. You know, if you weird. <laughs> if you write weird fan fiction of 
<laughs> Mal and Jane hooking up. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! <laughs> it's out there, man. I, may, maybe whoa. they want to play as the character. <laughs> maybe they do. I don't know. Is this okay. too mean? Is this too mean? I should edit this out. I don't know. Um, I shouldn't make fun. Of I don't think course. you should. You shouldn't. You shouldn't mock other people's fun. That's my job. Right. It's your job. But- <laughs> Uh, no okay so all right so let's i think we're solid there we got a lot of things that you know like that's the stuff that like that i'm really interested in you know uh like that's the stuff that it's been sitting on my shelf for a while i've never had a chance to play uh like i would throw apocalypse world in there but because i really want to run apocalypse world i really really want to run apocalypse world i feel that it's like it's so close to dungeon world and i have played dungeon world and i really like dungeon world Mm -hmm. um uh, and and I I'm like I, I'm about to try to convince everybody from the the Stormbringer group maybe not everybody but like the folks I you know would you know like Hugh and Sean and Donkers to play Apocalypse World sometime but um, <laughs> so there's my gauntlet thrown down <laughs> on air bam pick it up guys so yeah. uh, someone will teach us Torchbearer and I will make you guys go through an apocalypse it'll be awesome yeah so <laughs> um so let's talk about favorite games from like that you you that you can't find someone to play with like some like like those games that sit on your shelf not because uh you've never played them or anything but like because you can't find anybody who will agree to play it with you hmm <laughs> i don't know if i no you can even be. That. This can be an. This can be a confessional moment, Don. It's fine. No, I mean, this can be a thing that you. Because I seem to be chill enough that people will play anything. Oh, I'm not. That's not. Me. I'm only picky about who I play with sometimes. Cause oh. Cause See, that's I'm, where I'm not picky about. I'll play with anybody. But yeah, I just have uh, issues with people. <laughs> okay, so you want you want to answer the question? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know what I. Okay, well, I'll give you one of mine. What I haven't played because people won't play with me. Well, it's not something you haven't played necessarily. Could be something that you have played that you know it's just hard for you to get a group together for whatever reason. I mean, Donkers will play anything. Donkers will play anything, which is which is to the man's credit. Right. I won't play anything. I mean, I will play lots of things, but not everything. No. Um. One of my favorite games of all time that uh, it's really hard to get a group together to play, and it's really hard to get a group together to play it right, is um, Wraith the Oblivion. Hmm. Yeah. You're stunned that it was a World of Darkness game, aren't you? I I, I know what that is. Ha! Yeah. Get off there. The dog's going after the ducks in the frog room. And he's frog room. The dog is going after the ducks in the frog room, not the frog groom. Got it. The frog okay. room. Um, go upstairs. Uh, so, I'll cut that out. Um, yeah, I don't even know what that is. I remember that movie, though, The Wraith. No. Nothing what? to do with it, dude. Not anything. Oh, it's too bad because that was a great movie. I would totally play an RPG based on that movie. <laughs> <laughs> So, what is up with this Wraith? 
Well, it's um, it was one of those uh, World of Darkness storyteller games from the '90s, um, and the idea is you are dead, and your ghost. Um, at the same time as you play your character, you also play the oblivion urge of another character. So your job is not only to like resolve your own like resolve your own issues on earth so you can like transcend and go to whatever reward awaits you beyond or maybe not maybe you d- you don't know about what's beyond so you you know you uh you want to stay <laughs> you know because who the fuck knows what's after death cuz they never tell you you know um and at the same time as you're playing this relatively complex character who's trying to sort out whether they should do anything about you know like holding on to life or should they you know let it go or whatever um you're also playing the urge it's called the specter it's the urge of another person's life force to not exist anymore and in many ways are just like the opposite of you know another character which is fucking cool in my book because really Nothing should be scarier than that. At the same time as you are, you know, a character who's trying to work in the world, you're also deliberately screwing one of the other players as hard as you can. Hmm. And I'm not I'm not a confrontational or uh competitive player, right. but because I think for me, because there is the dissonance of you're both working together as a group and you've got this other thing going on, this other dynamic going on, made it a really cool setting to me. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not surprised you can't find anyone to play that with you. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it did make me want to read Galapagos again. Okay. You ever read that? Uh, no. What? No. Oh my god. Be- because it's told from the point of view of a ghost. Okay. Nope. Man. <laughs> Do you even like Vonnegut? Yeah. Yeah, I like Vonnegut. I just not read a lot. I mean, some. You know. Read it. Okay. <laughs> and then you can read pre- pretend you're playing this. <laughs> what was called Wraith? Uh... What? What was the Wraith game called? It was called Wraith the Oblivion. Oh, yeah. I'm actually stunned you've never heard of it. That's... No, I don't. Like, you know, I always wanted to play D&D, and I couldn't. Yeah. And then my post-house living situation was always, oh, let's just play D&D. I have these one e-books. And, it, and there was no, like, the most we deviated was, oh, I've got this Dark Sun supplement, which was just AD&D. Um, huh. Yeah, we so knew- you've never had anything that, like that it was a game that you were totally all about you played it once or twice and now for some reason no one else will play it with you no i don't think so <laughs> uh, magic man i'm all alone here sorry don i thought uh, i thought no. i was sure that this is a common experience uh people won't play magic the gathering with me because i flipped a table once is that something is that an, i i maybe I don't know. Right. Oh. No, that was the old Don. He was young, enraged. Back in the nineties, people wouldn't play Goldeneye with me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Crap! Yeah. I never, I never named Traveler in the first segment. I still oh. play never played. Okay, it. let's talk about Traveler and Mark not making Mark Donkers run it for us. Yeah, Mark Donkers, if he's still there. 
you right. got to run some Traveler for us. It's either that or Apocalypse World run, run by Adam uh, after Stormbringer's gone. All right. So, um, yeah. I think actually we've got an episode right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, thanks, folks, for joining us. Um, Don and I uh, apologize for having this short of an episode. We were having a hard time sorting out what we were doing this week. And uh, we'd like you to join us next week. Not next week. Next time. Next time. When our very special guest will include uh, Harley Stroh. And we'll be talking about urban campaigns and the city crawl. Uh, I think all of us who are going to be on the podcast have a lot of experience with, with that kind of game. And it's pretty much my one, probably my favorite type of game to run. Um, so it should be a really solid conversation. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Well, thanks to all of our gorgeous listeners for joining us. I want to also thank my beautiful co-host, the lovely Mr. Don Stroud, for being here. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> everybody have a good night, and we'll see you in two weeks' time. We'll talk to Harley Stroh. Adios. Cool. 